discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. You love Jesus? Acts chapter 4, verse 5. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about Jesus, okay? Yeah, but my heart is so full of joy. This is what it means to be filled with the Spirit. Okay? I don't know what you thought being filled with the Spirit was. You see? Huh. Sometimes when we say you should fellowship with the Lord, I don't know what crosses your mind. When we say fellowship, learn to fellowship with the Lord. We've been having a discussion about it at home for some time now, you know, and in, in most people's minds, to fellowship with the Lord is to, is to pray in tongues. Amen. Malo glaskeda, aluaga, shkana, mala, roga. You see, as much as that is wonderful, it has its place. It does something for you. There's a place in fellowship where that happens. But fellowship does not um, include only that aspect of prayer. What we've been doing, singing, okay, singing to the Lord. Making melodies in your heart to the Lord is fellowship with the Lord. Do you understand? Fellowship is a two-way thing. Fellowship is, you see, prayer is fellowship. Prayer is communication with God. Hallelujah. It's a two-way thing. You speak to the Lord, the Lord speaks to you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, the Bible talks about how that we are called unto the fellowship of Jesus Christ, isn't it? It says, God is faithful by whom you were called Unto the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We are called into fellowship with Jesus. It's so important that we respond to this call. When we went to the camp for those who are in this particular, in the headquarters, we had a camp called All, All Are Called Camp. And I was showing them how many things we are called to. I showed them 16 things we are called to. We have, we have a calling. And there are 16 dimensions of that calling. And all the dimensions of the calling is that we are called into the fellowship of the Godhead. Okay, we are called into fellowship with the Father, fellowship with the Son, and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, and 4, John said, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. Every preacher who does not handle the word of life cannot make it real to others. You see, any shepherd who does not handle, learn to handle the word of life. Who is the word of life? It's Jesus. You must learn to handle the word of life. That is Jesus. You must learn to have fellowship with Jesus before you can make him real to someone. 
if you don't, if you don't experience the reality of Christ for yourself, you will not be able to make him real to others. Your, your, your talk, your speech will be empty. You will just be speaking into the air. Do you see? Yes. The Bible says that they could not resist the wisdom and the spirit by which Stephen spoke. Do you see? Stephen spoke in a certain way. He was using the same words. He was, he was, he was talking about the Old Testament. His speech, what he said was, is in Acts chapter 7. But they could not resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Why? Because he had handled Christ for himself. He had had real deep fellowship with Christ for himself. Hallelujah. Yes, Acts chapter 6 verse 10. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke, by which Stephen spoke. So a shepherd who does not have fellowship with the Lord is not going to have anybody following him. You have difficulty. You have a huge, a very big problem. You know what is right. You know you are called as a shepherd. You know you are supposed to shepherd people because you've been told. It's been explained to you. But you can't find yourself doing it because you are, you see, there's a chief shepherd, there's a great shepherd, there's a good shepherd, and his name is Jesus Christ. Jesus is a good shepherd, he's a great shepherd, he's a chief shepherd. You see, and we are his under shepherds. So, doing it without him makes the work very difficult. Yes. Makes it very, very difficult. It's what I have. I cannot give you what I don't have. If I tell I'm going to give you a million dollars, I mean, you can believe it or not. I don't have a million dollars sitting down anywhere. I can't give it to you. Not in my present state. Do you understand what I'm saying? But in my very, very near future... I'm going to be able to give that to you. Yes. I can't, I can't give you what I don't have. You can only give what you have. Okay? So that's why we are talking about these things. Hmm? Last week I spoke to you about conforming to the image of a son who is Christ. And I mentioned, I, I, I asked the question, what, who is Jesus? Do you see? That is why I'm talking about Jesus today. Who is Jesus? Jesus is light. I spoke about light last week. Jesus is light. He's pure. He's holy. You must learn to handle holiness and purity to be able to help others. Hallelujah. Yes. Stephen spoke with wisdom. And they couldn't resist his wisdom. They couldn't resist the spirit by which he spoke. Go back to First John chapter, chapter 1. We are called into fellowship. Is that which we have seen? That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. You see, so you must hear from the Lord. You must see the Lord with your eyes. Hmm? Yes. I understand someone saw Jesus in the service last, last Friday. When we were, when were worshipping, Jesus walked to him. Amazing, isn't it? Jesus can walk to you. He can. He can walk to you at any time, at any day. But you must be ready to, to receive him. If Jesus is a gentleman, if you are not ready to receive his presence, his manifest presence, he, you are not going to have it. It doesn't come by accident. It comes when you are prepared. Every time he told the people to prepare. It's important to prepare yourself. You see, since that which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. He's talking about relating with the word, relating with Jesus Christ. You see, learning to have discourses with Jesus. It's important. 
The primary job of the Holy Spirit is to reveal Christ to us. That's, that's the job of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's job is to reveal Christ to us. John chapter 16, verse 12, 13 and 14. Look at it. John 16, 12. I have yet many things to say to you. Just, just talking. But you cannot bear them now. How be it, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Who is truth? Jesus. Or what is truth? Jesus. Jesus is truth. Jesus is reality. And he says that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. And Jesus said, I am the way. Look at John chapter 14, verse. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the reality. Do you see? And the Holy Spirit's job is to guide us into all truth. He's to guide us into Christ. Guide us into knowledge, the knowledge of Jesus Christ, into relating with Jesus Christ. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. The Holy Spirit does not talk of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit does not talk about it. He talks about Jesus. Amazing. Look at the next verse. He shall glorify me. He shall glorify. His job is to glorify Jesus in your life. His job is to make Jesus very big in your life. That's his job. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. It's the Holy Spirit who shows you things concerning Jesus. That's his job. That's his primary job in your life. So if you are fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, what automatically happens is that you end up fellowship with the Father and with the Son. Because the Holy Spirit's job is to reveal Jesus to you. You can't say you are getting to know the Holy Spirit without getting to know Jesus Christ. It's not possible. So fellowship with the Spirit or fellowship with the Son is not, it's not only praying in tongues. It is praying in tongues. It has a place. Do you see? But then it goes beyond that to talking to him. Singing and making melody in your heart to him. It's so important. If you, if you ignore that, you will, you will have a dry Christian life. Dry, mechanical Christian life. Sometimes, because you have things to pray about, you come to the Lord with your prayer topics. Topic number one. Pray for the nation. Mando Hokadaba. Lord, I pray for the nation. Izamada. Falagula Stonomone. The nation, Lord. Hamahaga. Hagahaba. The nation. Ha ha ha. What about the nation? Imadagadaba. The nation, Lord. Ha. Pekalaha. Ha ha ha. The nation. Ha 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 ha. Sana ha I mean, you, we don't. Like your prayer is even is so dry. Lack of life, so it doesn't it doesn't affect you. You see, because you're not you are not doing it the right way. You may you may have topics, but you must allow the Holy Spirit to lead you as to which one to pick at what time. Especially when you have it in your private prayer life. When we come for a prayer meeting, that one is different. But in your private prayer life, you don't just pick topics. The next topic is pray for your pastors. <laughs> My pastors, Lord, Kadabayaba. My pastors, Lord. <laughs> Brother, Ampe. Your the change of your position is not what is going to make your prayer be answered. Yes, Jesus, Jesus spoke about it. Okay, so in your private life, you must. It's so important, though. 
I want Christianity to look like a chore. Do you see? It will look exhausting. You'll be tired all the time. Because even your quiet time is manwa hagadaba. Alua, alua, alua. <laughs> Give me the sound of the prayer. Give me the tune of the prayer. Ah. There's a place for groaning in the spirit. There is. There's a place. As you pray, you get to a certain point where you start groaning in the spirit. But that is not, that is not the primary. It's not auto-drive. Reverend George, Reverend George said something some years ago. He said he spoke in tongues before speaking in tongues. Yes. He spoke in Because the group he was in many years ago, when he was just a young boy, uh, had a particular tune of prayer. So he learned how to that he learns the tune. So when you enter, when you, the, when you enter, it's mahaha, 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 mahaha. So he learned it. Mahaha, 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 mahaha. So he was doing that for many months before he actually received the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Yes. Oh, he spoke in tongues before speaking in tongues. <laughs> it goes beyond the tune. We are talking about having, having a chat with the Lord. Yes. Sweet communion with the Lord. Yes. Sweet intimacies with the Lord. Yes. Where the Lord is talking to you and you are talking to the Lord. Relating with the Lord. Where the Lord speaks scriptures to you. Yes. He speaks scriptures to you. He reminds you of his word. Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will remind you of all the things that I have taught you. Do you see? John chapter 14, 26. Yes, this one to his power. It says, By the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So he brings things to your remembrance. He reminds you. Okay? Yes, he reminds you. I can have a whole sermon preached to me by Jesus. Yes. A whole sermon. Whole teaching. From here, go here. And from here, go here. And from here, go. it's just coming like that. Yes. After I've spoken to him for some time, he, st- he would sit me and say, sit down, I want to show you this particular thing in the scriptures. Yes. I get that all the time. Yes. All the time. Every message I've preached, as far as I'm concerned, have, has flowed from him. Yes. There are times when I have just one scripture. Because after, as, I, as I'm talking to him, that's the only scripture he gave to me. This one like this, there's only one scripture I have. I have only one scripture. Acts chapter 4, verse 5. We've said it, I've not gone there. Do you see? Uh-huh. So as I'm talking, he's bringing a lot of things. Talk about this one. Talk about that one. So I'm talking and hearing at the same time. So as I'm talking, I'm hearing. At the same time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what the Lord wants for you. That's what the Lord wants for you. Do you see? It's so important so that your relationship with him does not become mechanical, dry, uh, no life, nothing. Yes, stressful. What? (laughs) No life. No life. Meanwhile, he's a river. The Lord is a river. You see, the Lord is that spirit and the spirit is the Lord. So the Lord 
is the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is the Lord. Jesus said, I'll send you another comforter, one who looks like me, talks like me, who is like me. Who is me? He's me. Only that he can be everywhere at the same time. Hallelujah. Yes. A life. Hmm? Yes. An experience. All the time, whenever you open the Bible, there's, there's, a, there's an experience that you receive. The Lord leading you. Read this one. Read that one. Go here. Go there. Check this one. Read this book. I don't read books, you know, like we are reading. So let me just read. No. If there's an instruction from a high authority that read this book, that one is different. But in my own personal life, I must allow myself to be led to read a book. I don't just read books. No, I don't just read books. I read as I'm led. Recently, I was told to read a particular author. Yes, because the Holy Spirit spoke to me about it. Get these ones and read them. Christianity become boring if the Holy Spirit is not alive. If you don't allow the Holy Spirit to be alive in you and alive in your life, it's not going to work. Yes. It will what? It will cycle into religion. Okay, so go back to 1 John chapter 1 where we're reading. Look at the next verse 2. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. He's talking about Jesus Christ, okay? Everything he says is about Jesus. And he calls him word of life. Do you see? He is the life. Eh? For the life was manifested. Who is the life? Jesus is the life. So the closer you get to Jesus, the more life you experience. The farther away you get from Jesus, the more death you experience. The closer you get to him, the more life you experience. The more alive you become spiritually. And hence, and hence physically. And hence financially. Your faith comes alive. You see, he's the author and finisher of your faith. Your faith cannot work outside of him. Your faith only works in him. And with him fueling your faith. Someone can say, I've prayed about this thing for so long. You are becoming mechanical. You've forgotten about the one who's the author of faith. Do you see? You've forgotten about the one who's the author of faith. You are putting your faith without Jesus in perspective. Anna Adaka. Ah, when I clap my hands and I pray. <laughs> like you can't leave Jesus. It's not possible for you to leave Jesus out of the whole equation. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yes. Hallelujah. Go back to First John, what we're reading. That which you have seen and, and heard declare unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. You see, he says, that which, and this, this, is, this is ministry, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. It's only that which you have seen and heard that you can declare unto the people. So that you may have fellowship with us. The people will not have fellowship with you as a preacher or as a teacher, as a pastor. Your people will always swindle you. They will not mind you. Nobody will get stuck to you because you are not stuck to Jesus. Your reason for doing ministry may change as time goes on. You must always look at why you are doing what you are doing. Your purpose, your motives. Why are you doing what you are doing? Are you doing it because you want Jesus to be made real to them? Do you want the Holy Spirit to become more real to them? Do you want the Word of God to become more real to them? Do you want them to get to know the purposes of God? Or you just want to organize a meeting? Why are you organizing the prayer meeting? Is the prayer meeting so that they will get to have more fellowship with the Lord? And for us to be able to do or accomplish what God wants us to accomplish, or it's, they say we should pray, so we are praying. 
as part of what we are supposed to do, so we are just doing it. It is your fellowship with the Lord that will allow the people to have fellowship with you and hence with the Lord. Are you, I don't know if you're, if you're understanding. If you're a shepherd and you don't, you don't mind, in your private life, you don't mind Jesus much, people will still don't mind you. People may not mind you. It is only those who have, had, have bowed down in the, before the Lord, okay? They are the ones who have people bowing down to them or submitting to them. If you are not submitting to the Lord practically on a personal level, nobody's going to submit to you. You can talk until you die. Nobody's going to mind you. Your fruitfulness is in being with Jesus. That's what I'm talking about, basically. Say my fruitfulness. It's in being with Jesus. Getting to know him more and more. Brothers and sisters, you must read about Jesus. You must get to know who this great I am is. Who is this one that I've been called into fellowship with? Hmm? That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Do you see? Truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. He says, we are, our, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. Of course, and with the Holy Spirit, isn't it? Yes. Therefore, you can be in fellowship with us. Because your being in fellowship with us leads you into fellowship with the Godhead. A preacher or a pastor or a shepherd who is not in fellowship with the Lord will lead people astray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so important. Tell me why it's so important. So Acts chapter 4 verse 5. Let me, let me, let's look at this. This is, this is Peter. Okay? This is Peter and John's experience with the Sanhedrin, those who killed Jesus. These are the same group of people who killed Jesus. The same group of people that Peter was afraid of several months prior to this particular time. He was afraid of them to the point that he even had to lie and deny Jesus because he was afraid of these people. So this time around, he had received the Holy Ghost and he, 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 had, he, he had prayed for someone, they had prayed for someone who was impotent in his feet all his life. And the guy started walking. Everybody was surprised. There was a turmoil in the temple. And they were, they were arrested and put behind bars. The following day, they called them. So this is where it starts from. Okay? I gave you a background of the story. So this is where it continues. It says, and it came to pass on the morrow, that's the following day, that there are rulers and elders and scribes, and announced the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were with the kindred of the high priest. We're gathered together at Jerusalem. See, same group, Anas, Caiaphas, John, Alexa, all these guys, the same people who sat and judged Jesus and took him to Pilate and said, crucify him and all of that. Give us Bar- Barabbas. Crucify Jesus. The same group. Like I said, Peter was afraid of them. It was full of fear some time ago. Look at the next verse. And when they had set them in the midst, when they put them in the middle, they asked, by what power? Or by what name have you done this? By what power or by what name? There's a name that we have. That is a power. The name is a power. Do you understand? Yes. The name is an instrument. You see, we pray, we pray in the name of Jesus. And the word, the word in can, can, uh, has a lot of meanings in the Greek. One of the meanings, meanings is that it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a tool. It's an instrument. 
It's like using a hammer to get a nail driven into a, into a wood or into wood. The hammer is a tool that you are using to drive the nail into the wood. Do you see? The name of Jesus is like a hammer that drives things. Do you see? It drives, it, it can get things done. The name of Jesus is a tool. It's a tool. Say it's a tool. So when you say in the name of Jesus, something is happening. You see, you don't need, you don't need to be uh, uh, moving a Bible around like this and say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. No, the, the name of Jesus itself, okay, is a tool. As you, as you, as you mention that name, the Bible says that at the mention of that name, every knee. Do you believe in these things? You see, maybe the scriptures, for you, the scriptures is not, it's not really, you feel it's not really true. There are a lot of Christians who feel that the script, the word of God is not really true. So they don't believe it. There are many unbelieving believers. See, I'm not an unbelieving believer. I'm not an unbelieving believer. Say it again. I'm a believing believer. Yes. The name of Jesus. You see, Peter got the man's leg strengthened by the name of Jesus. In that case, the name of Jesus was acting as, as some screws for the guy's legs. I tell you. Yes. He did a surgery on the guy's legs with the instrument of the name of Jesus. Yes. Without cutting. So they asked him, by what power or by what name have you done this particular thing? There's a name by which you can grow your church. The name of Jesus is a church growth tool. <laughs> you see, we don't talk about this, man, but that, that is the truth. Yes. It's the truth. You can say they are coming, they are coming in the name of Jesus. And know what you are talking, they are coming from the west, they are coming from the east, they are coming from the south, they are coming from everywhere into this place in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? You are using the name of Jesus as a tool to gather. It's a tool. Say it's a tool. Yes. And when they are set them in the midst, they ask, by what power or by what name have you done this? Next verse. Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, you see, the, the guy was just standing there. Eh? He was just, they, they just, just a normal meeting. And then the first thing that they said is that he was filled. You don't see him speaking in tongues before being filled. Do you see anything? Go to verse 7. And when they had said them in the midst, they asked, by what power, by what name have you done this? Verse 8. And Peter began to speak in the language of the Spirit and began to move his legs. And he began to stir himself up. And he started doing this. And then he was failed. Is there anything like that? It says, then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, Peter was having a certain kind of fellowship with the Lord. All the time. All the time. All the time. He didn't need to have a certain... You see, when the trouble has come, is it now that you're coming to speak, speak in tongues? No. You must be in tune all the time. Oh. You can't afford not to be in tune all the time. You can't afford not to be in tune all the time. You must always remember that the presence of God is in you and with you. All the time. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them. So the Holy Ghost gave him words to speak in the time of their trouble. Jesus had mentioned this in Matthew chapter 10. 
that when they put you before the Sanhedrin, when they call you before all the rulers, don't think about what you will say. He says, in that same moment, the spirit of your father, which is inside you, will give you words. He says, just open up your mouth wide and I'll fill it. It's in Matthew, you can look for it, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. Next verse. For it is not you that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. The spirit of your father which speaketh in you. So the Holy Ghost, he said that the Holy Ghost will you'll be filled. Yes, and the Holy Ghost, he was filled. They were filled. That's the anointing of God's spirit. They were filled. He was filled with the Holy Ghost and he began to speak. So all the words which he was speaking were words from the spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost gave him words. The Holy Ghost can give you ideas at different times in your life. He can give you words. He can give you ideas when, just when you need it. All you need to do is to make sure you are in tune. Make sure you are in fellowship all the time. Okay? How many of you only talk when you meet your friends? When you, 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 you're, when you are with your friends, you are the only one who does the talking. How many of you have that? Your friend does not say anything. When, as soon as you come, yeah, so, so I, I went for an all night. Hey, and it was very powerful. And this, and that, and this, and that, and this, and that, and that. For two hours. And then you say, okay, I'm done. Bye-bye. Is that friendship? Is that fellowship? You spoke. You didn't allow the person to speak. And that's, what, that's how a lot of us, that's what we do, okay, when we say we are fellowshipping. You only came to talk. You didn't allow the Lord to talk back to you. You didn't allow the Lord to, uh, to talk back to you. You must allow the Lord to talk to you. As you minister to the Lord, the Lord ministers to you. As they minister to the Lord, the Holy Ghost said. The Holy Ghost said. The Holy Ghost spoke. Acts chapter 13, verse 1, 2, and 3. Do you see? It says, um, there was in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, he mentions all their names all their names, and he says, and as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the word minister to the Lord is to worship, as they worship the Lord, amplify, look at the amplify, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, he says, the Holy Spirit said, hmm? the Holy Spirit said something, amplify please, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, so they were ministering to the Lord, they were worshiping the Lord, they were talking to the Lord. And the Lord spoke back to them. This is fellowship. This is what? Fellowship. Talking to the Lord and expecting the Lord to talk back to you. That is fellowship. Not you talking only. You wake up in the morning. Okay, so what are we reading? What are we reading? What are we reading? Okay, let's read John. John 5, 3. Okay, okay. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's it. And you are done. No. What are you talking about? You must spend time. Talk to the Lord. Dear Holy Spirit, what do you want me to read? You see, five minutes of tea is very powerful. Isn't it? It's very powerful. But you see, if you listen to it in five minutes, okay, and you don't take the scriptures and feed on the scriptures and think on them, you've not done anything. It's a snack. It's not dinner. It is to lead you into having dinner. It's a starter. It's a starter for your fellowship with the Lord in the morning. Every devotional is a starter. See, a devotional is a starter 
to the main meal. Have you been to a restaurant before? When you go to a restaurant, you're having a buffet. We have starters. You go for salads and bread with butter or soup, light soup, onion soup, Chinese something soup, and sweet and sour soup, something like that, isn't it? Yes. Or you have some uh, spring rolls coming, some uh, samosas, and all of that. If you eat too much, you will not be able to eat the main meal. All that is a starter. The main meal is coming. You see, so every devotional is a starter to lead you into the main meal. If you don't have the starter, you will not get into the main meal. So the starter is very important. But when you get the starter, don't fill your stomach with the starter and then stop. You will never... You see, starters do not really satisfy. It's just carbohydrates most of the time. Something small, it doesn't do much. Five minutes specialty and every other devotional, rhapsody of realities, all those things are starters. They are to help you get into the word, okay, and stay in the word. Or you must read more. You must study. You must go deeper and write notes. What is a devotion, a devotion if you have not written notes? Because the Lord, it means that the Lord didn't talk to you. What it means is that the Lord didn't talk to you. It means that the Lord didn't talk to you, so you didn't have anything to write. As they ministered to the Lord, the Lord said, the Lord spoke to them. The Lord must speak to you. If the Lord does not speak to you, you are not, you are not going as you're supposed to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, separate now unto me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. God gave them an instruction that made a world of a difference. This is what caused the gospel to be moved from Jerusalem, from Antioch to every, every other place. Yes. How did they come? Ministering to the Lord. Fellowshipping with the Lord. Fellowship with the Lord can, will lead you to many beautiful things. Many, many beautiful things. If you pay attention to it, to do something for it. That is what we are called on to. It's a calling that we have. Hmm? It's what? We have a calling on to ministry, but we have a calling to the Lord, first of all. Mark chapter 3. Look at Mark chapter 3. Mark 3, 13. And he goeth up into a mountain. This is Jesus. He says, he goeth, goeth up into a mountain and calleth unto him whom he would. And they came unto him. So he called all those he wanted to call. Okay? Yeah. The Lord has called you, right? Yeah. As a Lord, are you called? Yeah. What are you called to? I've, I've spoken about one today. You are called unto fellowship, right? Yeah. Where is it found? Where is that scripture found? First Corinthians 1 9, isn't it? Write yeah. notes when you come to church. Where's your notebook? Daniel said, I understood by books. Yeah. Hmm? So we have a calling, okay? And Jesus called, Jesus called disciples, right? Yeah. Go back to Mark, Mark chapter 3, verse 3. It says, and he goeth up into a mountain, and he called unto him, unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. Next verse. What did he call them for? The first thing is that, he says, and he ordained 12, or he, he got 12 to become apostles, right? He ordained 12. Number one, that they should be with him. That they should what? What did he call them for? What did he ordain them for? To be with him. So your ordination, your appointment, your becoming a shepherd is for one, the main reason is that you'll be with Jesus. It's to be with Jesus. That's the reason. That's the first reason. That they would be with him. So you have to be with That's all. That's the first thing. Pastor Kuzia, Pastor Conrad, Everybody, just be with him. Hello? Your fruitfulness is in being with him. 
Is it too difficult to understand? That's all I came to tell you tonight. That your fruitfulness is in being with him, with Jesus. Hmm? He ordained that he ordained to that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. So before you are sent forth to preach, before you preach any message, before you teach anybody, before you go out to talk to anybody, be with him. If you are not with him, it's not going to work. Be with him. That's the first thing. That's the first reason. You must learn to stay with the Lord and talk to the Lord and receive instructions from the Lord. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. The primary reason why God has called you is, is that he's called you into fellowship with him. So before you sing a song, what makes a song powerful and makes it nice is because you've been with him. I don't know if you've noticed, when I take the microphone, and I, I, it's like I'm singing. It's like it's, it comes with a certain kind of... I, I, is it true? Is it true? I try to be with the Lord as much as possible before I come and come and talk to you. My wife is here, you can ask her. Yes. When I feel I've not been with the Lord a lot, I'll separate myself. I'll say, well, I have to be away for some time. Yes. Before I preach. This evening, I felt I had not finished. It's not because I was getting scriptures, but I just wanted to be with the Lord. Like, be alone with the Lord. And hear him talk to me. Yes. There was a song he brought to me to listen to. So I was listening to the song and just enjoying him. You see, and when, when the Lord leads you to a song, eh, it's a verse in the song that he's wanting, he, he wants to help you. That's what he's saying to you. Yes. Do you know the song that came to me? Like a symphony. Eh? Do you know that song? How do you sing it? Like a symphony or in harmony. We will raise you a song. It's a song of love. love to the one of our To the one we adore. adore. We sing in Yahweh. So, like, Charlie, I'm just talking to the Lord, okay? And he's brought the song to me, and I'm just. My, my wife is the one who introduced me to the song. I went into, it didn't mean much. It was ministering to her, but it didn't mean much to me. I said, oh, it's powerful. That was it. But then one of those days, as I was moving around, it started playing. It just came to me like that. I said, man, let me just listen to it. And as I was listening to it, I'm just picking the words. Do you see? Yes. Just, and it's ministering to me, helping me. Making me excited inside. Making me a better person. It's like, you see, when you are cool, when you are satisfied, you, nobody can tamper with your satisfaction. I don't know if you get it. Like when you are re- when you are really eating your favorite food, there's no food that satisfies. Oh, yes, you are not enticed. You can't be enticed easily. Yes. So when when the Lord has satisfied you, eh? No, no, nobody can tamper. Like nothing gets you angry. Nothing gets you um what? Move. You are not moved. You, I mean, problems will be there, but then Charlie, <laughs> you are just there. I was telling some people this morning, you know, we're showing, we're, we're having a, 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 whatever, what's it called? A morning devotion in my house. And I was, we're talking and then it came up. And I was like, you have to be a child to exist in the kingdom of God. A child does not worry. A child does not worry. Is there a child around? Let's ask the child what worries the child has. 
the things the child is thinking about. And the children, they don't think about anything. They're just moving around all the time. Always running. Always happy. Always jolly. If you, if you see a child who's not happy, there's something wrong. Maybe he's ill or something. Or his teacher has beaten him. Something. <laughs> Jesus said, they're to be converted and become as little children. Matthew chapter 18, verse 2. You see, they were asking who is the greatest in the kingdom. And he picked the child and said, except you are converted. You need a conversion in your life. You need to convert to be a child spiritually. That is what the Bible calls us children of God all the time. He doesn't call us uh, men of God. No. No. He calls us children of God. All of us are. We must be a child. You must learn not to worry. And you need fellowship with the Spirit or fellowship with Jesus to not worry. You can pray and you still be worrying. Because you didn't really, you didn't really fellowship with the Lord. You see, you didn't, you didn't cast your cares upon him. That was his cast your cares upon him. For he careth for you. The Lord cares for you. Affectionately and watchfully. You will still be worrying if you don't fellowship with him. First call. We are called into fellowship with the son. We are called to be with him. We are called to what? To be, and I'm just trying to help you know how to be with him. The, the, the risen Christ is alive for you to fellowship with him. Yes. Before you are sent, before you can work for him, you must work with him. You can't work with him if you don't learn to work with him. Our work for the Lord, you see, no matter what we say, we can preach and say a lot of things to you. It won't help you if you don't learn to work with the Lord. Your, your work for him is outside of, it, it comes out of your work with him. A lot of shepherds who are frustrated are frustrated because they are not working with him. Yes, it's the truth. They are not working with him. That is it. If we check your quiet time, you realize that you've not done it in a very long time. And those of you who have done it, you are doing it as a religious activity. So it didn't help you. Because you have to give account at the end of the day. So you are, you are doing it so that you can come and say something, that I did it. I mean, you, you, you have a very long journey to go on. King of kings and the Lord of lords. The lion of the, of, of the tribe of Judah. Alpha and Omega. Man, the I am that I am. Man, what can, what, what can over you? Nothing can over you. Yes, nothing can over you. So your job is to be with him. Your ministry is to be with him. Your calling is to be with him. That is, that is, that is it. That is the first thing. He will give you a song. Sometimes you need a song that will encourage you. So he will, he will lead you to a song that will remind you of who he is in you. Do you see? Yes. That is why you must, you must listen to Christian songs. You see, if it's, if it's only, only kiddie's song that are in your mind, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it. Control it, control it, touch it, control it, control it, touch it. You see, so the Holy Spirit does not have anything to remind you. When, when he says, stay, then all you talk, all to say, cheese. <laughs> we give you all the glory. We worship you 
fellowship with, he will strike a chord nobody can strike in your life. Yes. You strike a chord in your life that no one can strike. Yes. You strike a chord in your life that no one can strike. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. 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 Yes. A chord. You strike a chord in your life that no one, that no one. Yes. You will do things. Yes, 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 yes. You strike a chord that nobody else can strike. Yes. And make changes that no one can make. No human being can make it. Not possible. Only he can make. And in an instant, in a moment of time, yes, he will do it in your life. Yes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Touch your son. Make him what you have designed before the foundations of the earth. Oh, we give you all. We give you all. We give you all. you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.